Hi y'all, this is Carrie D. Welcome to the Copy with Carrie Homeschool Podcast. Join me every Thursday for some much needed encouragement, coffee, and conversation. It's my prayer that this podcast will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. Hey, if you're blessed each week by our podcast, make sure you check out my book, Just Breathe and Take a Sip of Coffee, Homeschool and Step with God. Then share our podcast with some of your homeschooling friends who might need a little encouragement this week. You can also find me at my website, coffeewithcarry.org. So stick around, pour yourself a cup of coffee, put your feet up, and take a little coffee break with me. Let's get started. Hey y'all, welcome back to Coffee with Carrie Homeschool Podcast. Now, if you feel like last year was a complete and total waste for whatever reason, then this week's episode is for you. Maybe your homeschooling year didn't go at all as you had planned or you had hoped for. Maybe you feel like your homeschooling has been a vast wasteland of no progress and no growth. Maybe you feel like you utterly failed your kids or your hubby. Trust me, been there, done that. I mean, I didn't fail them, but that's how I felt many years. Maybe your last school year was filled with doctor appointments health issues, taking care of elderly parents, or just trying to keep up with the new beautiful baby that God graciously gave your family. Maybe this is your first year homeschooling and you're coming home because you feel like your child's public school education has been an utter failure or disgrace. Maybe there's been no academic progress and you feel like her head has been filled with all the wrong things or anything she did know was eaten up and taken away while in the public school system. Whatever reason that you feel like last year was a locust year, mamas, it's really okay. You are in a good place right now because God promises to redeem our locust years. Y'all, listen to these promises in Joel 2, verses 21 through 27. Do not fear, rejoice, and be glad, for the Lord has done great things. Okay, I'm going to stop right there. Listen to this command. No matter where you are right now, this year, do not fear, rejoice, be glad. Why? Because the Lord has done great things. We don't have to worry because we know God has been abundantly faithful in the past and his character is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. So we can be confident he will be faithful this year. Y'all, God has done great things. It says it right there in his word. Now, the thing about our locust year is we may not see yet how God had been working the whole time behind the scenes and the whole time he was working for his glory and for our good. We may have only watched in horror as the proverbial locusts ate away at the seeds we planted and the fruit that was finally growing in our kids. Our perspective and our sight is very limited. But we can rejoice because we know God has and is and will continue to do great things for us and our family. We just may not see it yet, but take heart, it is coming. Okay, so in Joel 2 verses 21 through 27, it continues with, Do not fear beasts of the field, 
for the pastures of the wilderness have turned green. For the tree has borne fruit, the fig tree and the vine have yielded in full. So rejoice and be glad in the Lord your God, for he has given you the early rain for your vindication. He has poured down for you the rain. The threshing floors will be full of grain and the vats will overflow with the new wine and oil. Y'all, again, God reminds us, do not fear. He tells us that the tree has borne fruit. The fig tree and the vine are full and that the vats are overflowing. We're called to rejoice because the rain has been poured down on us or it will come and come in abundance. What may feel like a barren desert with no life, no growth, no fruit, the Lord sees it as full and thriving. He knows the plans he has for you and for me, for our families and for our kids. The yield is and will be full. He promises us that. Now listen to the rest of Joel 2. These are some of my favorite verses in God's word, and I hold on to these whenever I feel like we're in the middle of a locust year. Then I will make up to you for the years that the swarming locusts have eaten, the creeping locusts, the stripping locusts, and the gnawing locusts. You will have plenty to eat and be satisfied. Praise the name of the Lord who has dealt wondrously with you. Thus you will know that I am in your midst and that I am the Lord your God and there is no other. Y'all, we all go through locust years. Sometimes the days or weeks or months or even in some cases years can feel like swarms of locusts have destroyed any progress we have made in our homeschooling or any beauty that was once present in our homes has just been eaten away. And the descriptions here are so realistic, right? Creeping locusts, stripping locusts, gnawing locusts, swarming locusts. I've had times when the quote-unquote locusts were creeping in undetected until all the damage was done. I've had times when the quote-unquote locusts stripped away everything, stripped away my joy, our finances, health sometimes, even stripped away people I thought were my friends, stripped away confidence, and sometimes even stripped away hope to some degrees. I've had times when the quote-unquote locusts gnawed continuously and relentlessly. And I came out of those times, or my kids came out of those times, battered, bruised, and feeling like we were basically eaten alive by the evil that was around us. We even have the mental and emotional scars to prove it. And y'all, there have been times that the quote-unquote locusts felt like swarms coming at us in all directions, where we felt outnumbered and alone. You know, the COVID years felt a lot like that. But take heart, mamas. God promises, I will make up to you for the years that the swarming locusts have eaten. You will have plenty to eat and be satisfied. Y'all, God will redeem the locust years, the lost time, the parts of our lives and homeschooling that feel like they were wasted and destroyed. You know, many years ago when I was pregnant with my second child, I remember sitting on the cold bathroom floor, hugging the toilet, wondering when this morning sickness would subside. I was well into my sixth month of pregnancy, and I was still plagued with violent vomiting each morning. 
and since vomiting induces a vagal response in my body, I tend to seize and, you know, pass out every time I gag or vomit. So my morning ritual in the bathroom would wipe me out for most of the day. And this went on for my entire pregnancy. We were homeschooling my daughter, and my husband wasn't working from home yet. Needless to say, not much homeschooling or learning was taking place. Well, at least that's what I thought, and that's definitely how I felt as I laid on the sofa watching VeggieTales with my daughter and listening to stories on CDs instead of doing any schoolwork. I was just too tired to really do anything else. Later that year, my son was born and I was exhausted. This boy never took a nap longer than 20 minutes. So you can imagine, we didn't get much done those first 18 months either. One morning, I noticed that the back of the house was unusually quiet. I rushed to see what was happening. But to my surprise, my daughter was sitting next to my son's little jumpy chair with a book in hand. She was reading Brown Bear, Brown Bear, What Do You See to My Son? She was showing him the pictures and using the same silly voices I would use for the different animals. No big deal, right? Well, it truly was a big deal for me. I had attempted to teach her to read before my pregnancy. And between my exhaustion, passing out, and recovering from childbirth, we never really got much schoolwork done, and the reading lessons went on hiatus. I thought I had failed. I thought we would have to catch up and just work extra harder the next school year. However, somehow along the way, my daughter figured it out, and she learned to read. Our school year was eaten up and wasted by a swarm of locusts that invaded our home and home homeschooling. But the Lord, he redeemed and replenished that year that was eaten by the proverbial locusts. The past year wasn't wasted. It hadn't been ruined. Through God's power and grace, our school year was blessed and was actually pretty fruitful. Now, fast forward a few years. My son is five, six, and he was iron deficient which manifested itself in some very odd ways. While my daughter and I attempted to do schoolwork, my son would try to eat my chalk or the markers or crayons, whatever it was we were trying to use. If we attempted to do schoolwork outside so he could run and play, he would eat the dirt instead of play in it. After realizing that these odd behaviors and strange food cravings were due to an iron deficiency, we treated the problem and thought, now... Now we can finally get some schoolwork done. Ha! That same baby who didn't take naps as an infant still didn't take naps as a toddler. I tried to save the important lessons for the afternoon when my son slept, but that never really happened. So my mornings usually ended up with me in the middle of a mess, feeling frustrated, and my afternoons with me on the floor, knee-deep in tears, and my head filled with feelings of failure. And on top of that... We belonged to a homeschool group that required yearly standardized testing. God, I hated that week, and I dreaded the scores this particular year. I knew for sure the scores, especially in math, were going to come back beyond deficit. But once again, God redeemed the time and the fruit that was eaten by the locust that year. Or should I say, literally eaten by my son. My daughter scored in the 90th percentile in just about everything. And I had absolutely nothing to do with it. The Lord proved yet again, He is my child's ultimate teacher. Like Isaiah 54, 13 says, All your children will be taught by the Lord, and great shall be the peace of your children. 
Again, the Lord not only redeemed and replenished the year and the fruit, but he supplied an over and abundant crop. Now, many years later, we figured out my son was dyslexic and he had some visual processing issues. While his school year seemed to be eaten up by testing, tutoring, tantrums, toiling, and lots and lots of tears, the Lord gave us many little triumphs along the way and a triple-fold bumper crop at the end of it. When I say we literally did nothing but play outside and attend intense reading therapy sessions, I literally mean we did nothing else. No math, no science, no history, no academic subjects to speak of at all. We just read aloud together. We hung out with our Linda Moodbell tutor, or shall I call her my angel, and we played outside. When we started the next school year, guess who skipped a full grade in math and started Algebra 1 in 7th grade? Yep, the same kid who did no math for an entire year. The same kid who could memorize his multiplication facts to save his life. And by the way, thank you, Jesus, for calculators. And the same kid who had no concept of time or time management. Where I felt like a failure, God stepped in and redeemed. While the locusts may have stripped away my confidence and joy, they didn't deplete my sons. The Lord gave back the weeks and months lost to testing and tutoring and in abundance. My son made huge strides in reading and somehow learned more math than I actually attempted to teach him. I am most thankful for what God did outside his schoolwork that year. During this time, God redeemed my relationship with my son, restored my son's confidence in himself and his abilities, replenished his strength to persevere in his resolve to use his dyslexia to his advantage, and most importantly, he taught my son to rely on God to get him through anything. And you know, because of that season in his life, his life verse is, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He even had the numbers 413 inscribed on his baseball glove. There have been so many examples over the past 20 years I can give you when I ended a school year feeling like a failure, yet the year was restored by God's grace. There have been many times I felt our homeschooling year was a waste yet the year was redeemed by God's mercy. There have been many years I believe the fruit of our labor was destroyed by the locusts, yet the year was replenished and multiplied by God's faithfulness. And this year, friend, is no exception. But God has strengthened me, helped me, and upheld me with with his righteous right hand. It has been a year of loss and mourning, but God has turned my mourning into dancing, and he has taken off my sackcloth and clothed me with joy. It's been a year of betrayal and brokenness, yet the Lord has bestowed on me a crown of beauty instead of ashes. And yes, it's been a year of wasted hours and stolen minutes. However, God has promised he will restore the years that have been eaten by the locusts. Behold, he is sending again grain, wine, and oil, and we will be satisfied. The threshing floor shall be full of grain, the vats will overflow with wine and oil, and we shall eat in plenty and be satisfied, friend. These are God's promises for the locust year. Do you also feel like this year has been a locust year or a lost year? Do you find yourself full of regrets? Are you full of guilt about things not done? Or are you full of shame about the things you may have said? Has this been a year of loss? 
Perhaps you've lost a loved one, either through death or divorce or betrayal. Has this been a year of rebellion or constant reprimands? Does it seem like you're dealing with the same heart issues year after year, which only seem to get worse instead of better? Or do you just feel like this has been a year of waste? Wasted time, wasted effort, wasted money, wasted forgiveness? Well, I'm here to remind you that nothing is wasted in God's economy. And after much pain and loss, God rewarded Job's faithfulness. The Lord restored the fortunes of Job, and the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Jesus' work on the cross wasn't in vain. He came to give us life and life in abundance. If this year has been a year of plenty, then praise the Lord and rejoice. But if this year has been full of loss, then still rejoice and praise the Lord. Trust me, it may seem like your year, your efforts, your blood, sweat, and tears have produced absolutely nothing. But I know our God is a powerful God, and nothing is impossible for Him. He will turn your mourning into dancing. He will turn your ashes into beauty. He will restore the time eaten by the locusts. He will turn to you at the end of this school year and your homeschooling journey and say, Well done, good and faithful servant. Come and share in your master's happiness. Remember the good days and then wait on the Lord to redeem the bad ones. Despite the locusts, God has done some amazing things in your life during the season of homeschooling and in the hearts of your children during the school year. Bow on bended knee and lift your hands in praise. God is mighty to save, He's abounding in love and mercy, and He is our faithful Redeemer. He will restore your locust years. Thank you for hanging out with me and for joining me for this little coffee break. If this is your first time joining me, make sure you check out my book, Just Breathe, and take a sip of coffee, Homeschool and Step of God. If you're new to homeschooling or you're looking for ways to simplify and streamline your homeschooling, this is a perfect book to read. You can purchase it at Amazon or at my website, coffeewithcarry.org. If you heard something you liked or something new, then share a podcast with a friend who might need a little encouragement this week. And if you haven't already, we would love for you to subscribe to Coffee with Carrie Homeschool Podcast and then take a few minutes to leave a little review. This is really the best way to help other moms find our podcast and be encouraged too. Thank you in advance for listening to us each week and for sharing our podcast, book, and homeschool mom ministry with your friends. We're so very honored and grateful. It's our prayer that our website, consulting services, podcast, and book will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. We're praying for you. Stay healthy. God bless. And see you next time.